0: Hello and welcome to Student Spotlight, a podcast on the Lawn and Landscape Radio Network. This is Jimmy Miller, an associate editor with the magazine. To cap off 2022, we bring on Lauren Staley, a horticulture student at Alamance Community College in North Carolina. By the time 2023 rolls around, Lauren's actually transferring to NC State, a school she calls a dream landing spot. Here's more from Lauren. Well, thank you again, Lauren, very much for doing this. I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, Dr. Riley seemed to have a lot of really glowing, nice things to say about you. So um, yeah. why, why don't we just start here? Take me through kind of your career, um, you know, what you've done so far and, and what kind of got you into horticulture.
1: Okay, so... I'm officially in my last semester here at Alamance Community College and I came from my high school wanting to do veterinary, get into all the animal care, all that good stuff like any young girl's dream to be a vet, but slowly figured out that the blood and the medical stuff on animals was not for me after I did a couple school tours of different places. And so my senior year of high school, I took one horticulture class and it didn't take much to figure out that that's where I wanted to be. I never visioned myself sitting behind a desk or working inside at all. It's just I can't do that. So I luckily had a family member here working at the college, and she suggested to maybe try out the horticulture program. Um, I fished, Well, my senior year, we had COVID. So I didn't finish out the last couple semesters in person, which kind of cut me short of getting those extra horticulture classes at the high school experience. And so when I came here, I luckily met these great advisors and fell in love with the department and the industry itself. And I've been taking off ever since.
0: It sounds like you got the chance to actually work on the campus greenhouse. Is that right?
1: Yes, I actually have been doing ever since I started the first semester uh, joined their student working program, and it's actually been a huge benefit to my career. Um, I've got a lot of outer experience outside of the ed- department itself, getting to work with a lot of local industries and companies, and getting to get a feel for what it actually feels like to be in this industry itself.
0: What is it about that firsthand experience that kind of transcends sitting in a classroom? Like, what is it for you where it's like, okay, this is absolutely something that you know I kind of needed for my career um that like a classroom setting couldn't provide
1: so I intentionally wanted to go to a four-year college right off the bat but with COVID I ended up coming here for my first two years just to kind of it actually was a benefit to me because it gave me more of a feel of what I wanted to do and when I started here at the community college it's actually more hands-on with the students the teachers know who you are they provide a lot of outdoor experience more so than just sitting in a classroom. They have the ability to spend more time directly on each like propagation to arbiculture to hardscape installed, uh, irrigation and stuff like that. So we get a lot more hands on here at the community college rather than going straight into a four year where you're more so sitting in a classroom, learning about it instead of actually getting to do it. The manual labor.
0: Absolutely. And my understanding, I, I, if you had already mentioned this, I apologize, but uh, you're transferring in January, right? Are you starting at NC State?
1: Yes, I am, and I'm super excited.
0: How did you How did you land on NC State?
1: Um, NC State has always been a goal of mine ever since I was a kid. I mean, even though I didn't really exactly know what I wanted to do, I knew they were more of an ag based school, and they were one of the top schools. To to provide the experience and learn an experience for it. And so I knew I wanted to have my feet in the water there and at least graduate for, with my degree from NC State.
0: Absolutely. Um, and so uh, just to backstep just a, a second here, um, you know, you mentioned your greenhouse involvement. Um, are you involved with any of the other uh, extracurricular activities? Like, uh, do you guys have a uh, national collegiate landscape competition team? Yes,
1: we actually went there this past year, and we did really well. I was very proud of my team. We went to NCLC. We've gone to IPPS. Um, They go to Green and Growing, and all the kinds of events our instructors line up for us and give the students opportunities to go and experience that they're further down in the industry.
0: And it's my understanding you also had an internship. Kind of take me through that experience and uh, you know what you took away, what you learned.
1: Yeah, so we have a local uh, wholesale nursery called Plant Works Nursery out in Ridgemont, North Carolina, and I worked there the whole summer this, in 2022, and I got to experience all the different sections of the industry coming from grasses to their perennials, annuals, They have a whole section of ferns. Um, I got to go through the shipyard, learn how they package their uh, shipments to go out to different companies. They have a prop house where I got to sit in there for a couple weeks and learn the different propagation methods and and how they do it personally through their company, which is pretty neat. That's probably what I enjoyed most. But getting to get a feel for each section of the industry within the wholesale was what I really enjoyed and I definitely did take away a lot from it.
0: Was there anything that you came into the internship with either no opinion on or almost like a like maybe a lower opinion on like oh I would never want to do this in the industry but then you got the chance to do it and you're like okay all right that I that really resonated with me. I I think a little differently on that now.
1: Um I think what I was more nervous about going into was their loading dock. Um it was There's a lot of males in there, and within this industry, females are very outnumbered when it comes to the male-female ratio. And going in there and knowing that I could work just as well as they could, load up the heavy packages and put them on the truck and figure out the car orders and stuff was probably my proudest moment of just knowing that I could meet their standards even though I'm a female in the industry.
0: And then I guess just you know, kind of going back to your – horticulture club experience and um you know now being in charge of it um how have you seen that club grow how have you seen it change um you know i'm always interested in talking with students who are involved in extracurriculars just out you know because covid crushed a lot of like extracurricular clubs and um you know how have you kind of seen that change over the time you've been there um despite covid
1: so when i first started i mean our floor we call it flora club which is our horticulture department's uh club and it wasn't there wasn't many students in it at first but my starting year in 2020 a lot of the students were newer to the department themselves and we all just kind of got to know each other and we all kind of came together as a class and promoted each other to get involved and we all took a role in leadership like the presidents our secretary we all tried to get a position to where we could help this department grow and this club itself reaches out to other students even if they're not in floriculture or horticulture itself they're still more than welcome to come sit with us and do the activities because they might can get a taste of it and change their mind and decide that horticulture is for them
0: right and i mean that's kind of what happened to you right like you you had a little bit of experience in the field and you're like oh wow okay this is something that I can I can really stick with, um, and now I'm going to move on past veterinarian stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, so I, I guess just, you know, whether it is the horticulture club or um, it is your experience in an internship, you kind of have had, you know, you, you've kind of dipped your toes into a lot of different areas of the industry Looking ahead, as you prepare for NC State and as you pre- prepare for the rest of your career, what is it that you want to try in the industry that you haven't yet?
1: So when we go to our NCLCs and our IPPS and we travel, um, our directors give us the opportunities to stop in at a bunch of industry um, companies like local zoos, uh, gardening centers, Um wholesale centers, all kinds of stuff like that, and we just went on a trip here recently to the uh, IPPS, and we stopped in at the um, zoo in South Carolina, and I kind of got the taste of that I can still work, because my dream was to work at a zoo, yeah, and to be able to be hands-on with animals, and we got to tour their horticulture department, and I was like, hmm, this is pretty interesting. And so when I got to see what they get to do, they get to take care of the whole landscape around the zoo. They even get to design the landscapes for the animals. You get to figure out what plants work best with what species. And the color coordination of it is just amazing. And so what I'm looking to do is just go into like a zoo horticulturalist.
0: Interesting. I've never heard that um, in any of the conversations I've had with anybody in the industry or any of the students looking at the industry. Um, but it sounds like just based on you know this ten-minute conversation so far, like it does sound like the perfect intersection of everything that you kind of want to do. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit more about what that what that trip to the zoo was like. You know, what was it where? you know, you fully realized, oh, wow, this is something that I could absolutely do.
1: Um, so he kind of tore us around um, different parts of the zoo. They had a whole botanical garden section. And so they got to mention that each gardener that they have is designated to a section of the botanical gardens as well as the zoo itself. And so it kind of gives each person the opportunity to show what their interests are, what they're unique with. Um, so every section within that botanical garden was different. And so you could kind of see what people enjoy and themselves and they get to show it off to millions of people that come through that, that zoo.
0: Absolutely. How do you get into that? You know like when you um, is, it, is it just a matter of knowing people at, like uh, at different zoos? Or is there anything in terms of, like, what you're going to do at NC State that might prep you a little bit differently than, say, you know, going to work at, like, a commercial landscaping company?
1: Um, so at State, I'll probably take a couple of zoology classes. Um, It is good to know a little bit about the animals themselves because the plants that go into their exhibits – they have to be able to tolerate. Some might eat them as food, and then some could be toxic to them. So you have to know the right plant material that needs to go into their habitat.
0: Well, you know, Lauren, we've kind of already talked a little bit about um, you know your experience so far in the industry, and we've talked about what you what it sounds like you are looking for in a career now. Can we talk a little bit about the industry itself and kind of your perceptions of it? Um, You know, I I always ask students this um, just because, you know, you are the future of the industry, right? So what is it about the industry that, you know, you think is trending in the right direction? And what is it about the industry that really still needs to catch up and, and kind of change with the times?
1: One thing I love seeing is the urge for females to get into the industry that was it's just for me I see it as a challenge all around because a lot of people said that we couldn't do it and I think we just have it we can meet the standards of just as any male does in the industry when it comes to landscape whether it's installing irrigation or putting together a hardscape I mean. That was probably the most exciting part, was just seeing it as a challenge and proving to people that we are capable of being in this industry. As far as things changing, um, I see the industry itself is just growing. The the events that they put on to get the notice out there for people to come into the industry is just amazing. But um, as far as changing, I think they're going in the right direction all around.
0: Um, As somebody who didn't initially you know, go to school looking for a career in the, you know, the green industry. What is it that people in the green industry can do to recruit people who are like already, like who aren't necessarily familiar with the industry itself, right? Um, like you mentioned it with your club at school um, where, you know, you're looking for students who aren't necessarily already signed up for the you know horticulture classes you're looking beyond those classes um how do you think the industry can improve the outreach in that way
1: well what we do here at our college is we do a lot of recruiting events and we welcome in a lot of high schools and middle schools to come into our department personally and we take them through the greenhouses and let them see and get a feel for what the industry is truly like but what a lot of people hear when they hear the word horticulture is that it's just strictly plants but it branches out to just more than plants you have all the irrigation and construction and propagation and it's not just putting plants in the ground it's taking care of them learning how to handle their maintenance and the design part as well is a pretty neat piece to it but
0: I think there's a lot of art in the design element um one of the students I interviewed a few months ago I think she went to school looking to be an art major and then, you know, kind of recognized, hey, I can take my skill set and apply it elsewhere. Um, You know, likewise with you, Lauren, it kind of sounds like, hey, you have this love for animals, right? Um, And now you can also apply, you know, the green industry skill sets that you already have toward a future career. Um, you know, how beyond just recruiting events, is there anything that you think companies can do to better show like, hey, you don't necessarily need to go put plants in the ground um, to have a career in this industry?
1: Um, maybe open some, just do some trial events, let people come in and as a test run just for fun to let people get their hands on it and get a feel for it. Um, A lot of people don't really know if it's for them because they haven't had the opportunity to physically do the labor for it and see if it's their best fit. So maybe giving people the chance to come out to their company and just get a little hands-on experience. And if they don't like it, that's perfectly fine. At least they had the opportunity to get their hands dirty and see that for themselves.
0: Absolutely. Well, Lauren, um, you know we kind of went through a lot, right? We talked about your college experience we talked about some of the experiences you've had outside of school outside of the classroom um and then we talked about the future of your career and the future of the industry is there anything that we haven't kind of covered that you think that we should for the sake of this podcast is there anything that you know you want to say about the green industry or about your time um you know in school that we haven't already talked about
1: um not really i mean the only thing is if people haven't had the opportunity to experience this industry and don't think they would like it i think they should give it a try and at least get a feel for it and if it's not for them it's not for them but some people realize that sitting in an office isn't what they want to do and that enjoying the outdoors whether it's rain or shine can be the best fit for them
0: thanks for listening to student spotlight and thanks to lauren for joining the show and thank you all of you for listening Thanks for making 2022 a wonderful year, and we hope you have a great start to 2023. We'll be here again in January. Make sure you catch us then. Until then, this was Jimmy Miller, and we'll see you in the new year.